You've heard it before, that budgeting can be hard. Well, it doesn't need to be. This week, we talk all about the common roadblocks to budgeting and the ideas to have more fun with this important practice as a couple. Let's get to it. French bulldogs and summer and budgeting. These are a few of my favorite things. These are a few of my favorite oh. things. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> We've just talked about how I am never singing on this podcast, but thank uh, you for being the musically gifted one here. I can't carry a tune either, so. Oh, well. Not gifted. Good thing we can carry a budget. I can play the drums, though. You know why? Why? Because it's easy. All you have to do is bang on them. Well, with a certain like rhythm. Well, yeah, but all you got to do is hit them. They're easy. Easy like budgeting? To pull, uh, yes, like budgeting. Nice at, segue. Look at me work on the segue. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what we're talking about today. Not just more about why everyone should budget, but since we just recently helped someone set up a budget, we've been thinking about common roadblocks to budgeting. Sitting down and talking about budgeting just makes a lot of people's skin crawl, Ugh. I think. And I think it used to make yours crawl for sure. I almost don't remember, but I'm sure it did. I, I don't think it was like the beginning conversations of budgeting because I actually started budgeting when we studied abroad. Yes. And I knew that I had to be super careful with my money in order to still have money that I had saved up at the end of three months of studying in Europe. And so I started an Excel spreadsheet where I tracked all of my expenses while we were gone. And that was like budgeting ground zero for me. And I, I don't think that I really dreaded it. It was more actually when we became a couple and started doing it together. And I felt like I had someone else to answer to that. I really started to dread it sometimes, especially when I wasn't contributing very much. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Is it about the budget itself, or is it about answering to somebody or having accountability around money to with somebody else? Well, I think when That's someone else is watching, you have to be more accountable for the purchases you make and the money that you spend. And you have to make yourself vulnerable to judgment about those purchases. You get those little alerts that pop up on your phone now. Oh, like, geez. What? What? <laughs> what was just spent on Amazon? You don't do you get those alerts no. on your phone for the credit but card? But some people do. I know some people do. Yeah. yeah. I think I have one of our cards set up, but it's not the one we use regularly. Oh, okay. No, I wouldn't want that. Because judgment is hard. But I think through what well, we've budgeted our whole marriage, right? Yeah. Yeah. So through the Ocho. Eight years. Happy anniversary is tomorrow. Thank you, honey. Through eight years of budgeting together, I think we've come up with more of a process for it where it's not so painful and it's really just a regular thing that we do together. So I think it's really important that we talk about these roadblocks and changing mindset, how we got through them and some things we've learned about budgeting. So we can share that a little bit with you if you're interested in budgeting, but maybe find that it sounds kind of awful. Yes, and at the end of the day, what budgeting is about for us is about having a plan for money, income, expenses, and savings so that we know where we're going. You know, if you don't like where you're at right now with money, this is a good way to get to a place where you will feel better, more confident, and like where you're going with money. 
or if you don't know even where you are. That too. Which yep. is something that can cause a lot of stress. So you feel like you have to restrict all the time because you don't actually know how much money you have or how much you're allowed to spend. So I think that that really points to the first roadblock to budgeting that we thought about, which is I hate restriction. So people who think of a budget and all they think about is the fact that this budget, this spreadsheet, this program is going to tell them that they can't spend anything. And they'd rather not know. They'd rather spend whatever they want than to feel restricted. I didn't hear the connotation of like, I'm on a budget. Oh, how much do we all detest the people that are like, oh, I can't do that fun thing because I'm on a budget. It sounds to me like the adult version of my mom told me I can't come. <laughs> I can see that. It's like <laughs> blaming something else and being like really angry about it. I'm grounded. I can't budget, come to the party. My budget has grounded me. <laughs> my budget has grounded me. So when you feel that restriction... Of course you don't want to do it. Like nobody likes the restriction. And what we'd like to get you to is a place where you feel allowed and allowance. Where a budget makes you feel like you're allowed? Yes. So you've always talked about the shopping budget for you has always allowed you to spend money on anything you wanted to. And that it hasn't been a necessarily a restriction, an allowance a guy, I know allowance sounds like you're a, t a child and a two-year-old getting, yeah. getting, you know, like. You're getting an allowance. No, not Checking like the that. box on my chore chart, on my expectation chart, so I can get my monies and have my allowance. So as a natural saver, my natural inclination is really to save any penny possible. So every transaction I make, how can I save money on it? Everything I want, how can I tell myself no? That's really my inclination to just hoard money and save as much as possible. So to me, yes, budgeting had always felt, I'd always thought it would be restrictive. Like you can't do anything. But also then I realized that my natural tendencies were also really restrictive. So when we actually sat down and decided how much money was allocated every single month in many categories, I realized that it was actually okay to spend money to the plan in those categories. So say I got $50 a month in my shopping budget, that was actually money that I was allowed to spend and I didn't have to feel guilty about it because we had agreed that I could spend that on things that kind of felt frivolous, but it wasn't going to hurt our savings plan because we saved the money first and we had enough money left over that I had that shopping budget to spend however I wanted. So I realized that budgeting actually helped me to feel allowed to spend and allowed to spend responsibly without guilt and without telling myself I wasn't allowed to have anything I wanted, which really sucks after a long time. So I think that that's maybe a mind shift for someone that's never budgeted is if you're someone that feels really guilty about purchases because you don't know if you have the money to make them, budgeting can actually set you free, make you feel good about things you want, and help you to realize that there are ways to afford things you want and still reach your goals and save and pay your bills. I want to draw a parallel with I'd like a dieting program, but I can't. What's the point? What's the points one? Weight Watchers? There we go. Weight Watchers. So, And I remember somebody saying the whole reason why 
Weight Watchers is so successful for people is because it puts a point system together and it's not it's not like a short they teach you that it's not like a short term thing that this is a whole mindset and lifestyle and that when you do this you know eat foods that have less points that builds up a point shortage so you can have that chocolate cake that is more points later in the week or at a day or whatever when you plan for it and that's what's been so successful for people to lose weight over and over again and this is the same kind of concept of allowance versus restriction you know you don't want to restrict yourself out of eating it you know only the lowest point items because then you're gonna go binge eat like you would go binge buy things yes. it's like oh I have restricted, I think, the fine. I think the right term for it in the financial world would be austerity. I have sat in austerity forever and I have restricted all of my spending to nothing. And now I'm like, I get one little crack open of buying something that I want and boom, the door flies open. And all I'm, of a sudden, I have bought seven bathing suits. Should not Amazon. <laughs> Never have an Amazon. Uh, don't restrict an Amazon. No. So that is where the allowance and the restriction thought process comes in for us is that think about it as how is this, can you shift your mindset? How is this going to allow you to spend money? How is it going to allow you to reach your financial goals and plans, not restrict you from reaching them? Next thing for us is when you have a budget meeting and there's like this, I need to find a video, but I can't right now is like I just see a couple in at the dark kitchen table and it's late at night and there's a shoebox full of receipts and they're pouring over them and they don't look like they're having any fun and they're potentially maybe arguing with each other and it's like that's not what a budget meeting or a budget discussion needs nor should look like. Especially to, the first time you ever talk about budgeting. Yes has to be as fun as possible. Comfort food, highly recommended. When your mind is fresh, highly recommended. You know, not late at night. Those are a couple good Kickstarter things to think about so that you can have fun doing this instead of kind of if you don't have fun, then it feeds the restriction attitude. So you're talking about the roadblock of like, Budgeting just isn't fun and exactly. how to make it more fun. How to make it more fun. How to make it as most enjoyable as possible. Yep. It's not one of those things where it's like, okay, honey, we've let this go too long. Like we need to sit down late at night and look at what our finances look like. Wonk, wonk. It doesn't need to be a corporate budget meeting. Yes. Where you sit down with your coworkers and you stare at a screen with all these little numbers and try to figure out, you know, what dollars you're going to spend in this category and that. This is your partner. You can have a little more fun than your CFO does with their budgets on a Tuesday morning. I think this idea probably comes from some things we discovered about life planning dinner that I really dreaded our life planning dinner, which is our monthly ritual around talking about tough stuff like budgets. I really dreaded it until we decided to say, how can we actually make this more fun and a real occasion? And we started going to a cool restaurant or having something fun to eat at home and just making it something to look forward to. So I highly recommend that too, is thinking about if you're going to have your first ever budget meeting with your partner, what can you do to change the setting or 
make it something to look forward to. How are you two going to have fun? So I've got a couple ideas. Oh, good. First off is do all of the research ahead of time. So what kind of research? Like how much money do we spend every month on the TV? Yeah. How much money do we spend every month on this? And we've got a little budget sheet that we're going to post in the show notes. So you can go through and find an example form of what we use that's totally blank. So you can fill things out on what you do monthly and start to build a sheet. And then you can take that and dump it into any financial software program you want to use to track it regularly. Mint, Quicken, you need a budget, you pick it. This is just your 30,000 foot overview. So fill that tool out first in Excel or Google Sheets and do all that research first. That's step one. Before you even sit down, This sheet that we're going to put in the show notes is actually a Google sheet. So you could even assign to each partner, hey, will you figure out the first section? What do we spend on rent and household expenses and taxes? And I'm going to figure out the second section, what I think we've been spending on entertainment and travel and fun stuff and eating out. You can kind of split it up and actually collaborate on the sheet together. And then it's a shared exercise, not where one partner is laying down a budget on the other person, but where you're collaborating on it as a project together. And the reason why you do that ahead of time is because you don't want valuable airtime of when you should be making decisions spent with doing research. The tedious part of doing the research, especially if you've got one partner who maybe if you split it up, maybe slow at doing the research and then you've got another partner that's like twiddling their thumbs and getting frustrated that just feeds into the negative attitude around budgets aren't fun yes so if all of this is done ahead of time then you can sit down together and build the next part of the fun meeting and really enjoy yourself The other thing you might consider is that we just helped someone set up a budget on mint.com. And what was really interesting about that is when you connect your bank account or a debit or credit card statement, it actually pulls in past transactions and tries to auto categorize those for you. So if you have no idea what you've been spending on those things, you might consider setting up a mint account to start and have that help you to categorize and look at some past transactions so you can see what those were. So the next things to think about for a successful budget meeting is if you do it at home, comfort food, best favorite takeout meal, best favorite meal to cook, whatever. Fresh mind, so early in the evening or potentially on a weekend afternoon. If you're really concerned about conflict, mm. maybe consider going to a public restaurant or place and going in the early afternoon with a booth where you can work on this together and the light of day where if there's any personal conflicts and blowups or maybe curtailed because you're not because you're not able to because you're out in public who wants to fight about a budget out in public to make it more fun mm-hmm. you could give yourselves a reward when you're finished yes that's right reward when you're finished ice cream I suggest a Culver's concrete mixer. children, yep. (laughs) Which is probably what I'm going to ask for for my anniversary tomorrow. You can be an adult and still reward yourself with childish foods, no problem, all day long. (laughs) So those are some things to think about of like how to get yourself in a frame of mind so that it's fun and that it should be fun and that you can have, and maybe, maybe the first part of it is just that you can have fun doing it. 
we say it should be fun, but it might just be the first step is like, oh, well, that actually wasn't that bad. Yeah, starting off on the right foot, doing whatever you can to put yourselves in a better space where you can actually look forward to it. Like I actually enjoyed that. And that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. If that was the walk away from the you two getting a budget together for the first time ever, that would be a great first step because you can only get better from there, especially if you've had problems trying to do it before. All right. The third roadblock to budgeting we thought of was that it just seems like too much work. And this I totally get because Budgeting and categorizing expenses is definitely an ongoing process. And to be honest, I can't really speak to how much work it is on an ongoing basis because my partner does a really good job taking care of it on an ongoing basis. But I can definitely understand that it seems like too much work. Honey, tell us a little bit about the work involved in ongoing budgeting. So too much work, I can understand where if you look at it from the bottom of the hill and that that could be a tall mountain to potentially climb. Take it from my experience. It is a return on effort. You do get a positive return on effort. When I started doing this, it took us a couple hours or maybe even a couple meetings to kind of get it going from a planning process. And then once everything got put into, for us, it's Quicken, and we started categorizing everything, it would take me maybe an hour to start with. And then it became... And that was, you know, we've been married for eight years now. So that was circa quick in, you know, 2012 or whatever. That's true. And it was not as user-friendly as now. And I know that all the other programs have gotten better out there from usability standpoint. So now it takes me 15 minutes. So How often? I do it once a week. I do it every Saturday afternoon for the most part. So every single time that you do this and the more regularly you do it the easier it will become and to sarah's point about using mint all these most of these softwares i don't want to say all because i don't have experience with all of them but most of these softwares i believe remember what you've done like if you're always going to starbucks and you're labeling it for us like a coffee run would be entertainment you put it in entertainment i think i do Oh, I thought you put it in my shopping budget. I don't budget. think I hit you for quick coffee. Oh, aren't you um, sweet to me? You know, that remembers that over and over again. Or flights, you know, to any of the major airlines, if you're buying those on a regular basis. Or comes travel. Meyer, Walmart, groceries. You know, like all of those things that, you know, you're using, you're, you'd be surprised at how many vendors you're going back to on a regular basis. Those will get auto-classified. Over and over and over yes. and over again. That's such a good point. I wanted to bring that up too because I know some people that actually do all their budgeting in a spreadsheet and that seems Chaos. like too much work for me because you actually have to type in every expense, who it was, how much it was. Don't do that. There's several programs out there. Bud mentioned them. Quicken, Mint.com, and YNAB, which stands for You Need a Budget. They're free. Some of them are free. And if they're not free, they are insanely cheap for the amount of time they spend or amount of time that they save you. Yeah. And the amount of money they can help you save. Exactly. So definitely use one of these programs. It'll cut down on that too much work and 
you'll get really nice like graphs and pictures of, and be able to compare over time. I was super impressed by Mint. We really like Quicken because of its uh, budgeting and cash flow features. So there's some great stuff out there that can make budgeting a lot less work than you might think it is. And to bring this back around to the first part of allow versus restrict, allow yourself if you're brand new at this, some missteps, some overestimating, some underestimating. I remember from our experience that we did a really good job at budgeting like half of the categories for the first year. And then even with a year's worth of information, we probably improved to like 80%. And even with two years of information through the third year, we probably improved to like 90%. As far as which categories we were accurate on. Accuracy, yes. Yes. Because you're going to miss certain things like, oh, I didn't realize we were spending that much on our Hulu subscription. So you might underestimate what you're spending in monthly entertainment. Well, you're going to figure that out and you can adjust by either removing some budget from another category to cover that Hulu or by canceling the Hulu. But you're going to discover things you forgot that you were paying for. And those initial estimates and numbers that you're inputting into your budgeting system just aren't going to be perfect when you start. And that's okay. So allow yourself to go about the process. Allow yourself to learn and remember that even if you feel bad or you don't like failure, as an example, shame over missing something, you are on the path towards a better financial future because you're going through the process. Yeah, you're going to get closer to where you want to go. And you're going to get the results you want long term. That is probably something that like too much work can also be dubbed in with like, I'm afraid to mess it up long term instead of just doing it and learning and being better and slowly improving every single year. So for this week's Confident Couples Challenge, every single week we want to give you something actionable you can do to improve your relationship. So this one is obvious. It's time to plan your first budgeting meeting if you haven't done one before. Think about what might be fun, where you might want to go, what's a special occasion for you and your partner. Make it fun and get to planning. And go to our website, buttonsaradun.com. Nope, buttonsarah.com. Buttonsarah.com. Good job. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) We should probably buy that. (laughs) Whoa. Next Confident Couples, Bud needs to learn the website. That's your challenge. Buttonsarah.com. Download our uh, budget sheet. We're not going to make you put in your email or anything cray-cray like that. No, literally like just press the link and you'll get the sheet. And take it and tell us Instagram about it and tell us what you're drinking while you're going over your budget sheet. Yeah. What beverage you're enjoying. May I recommend a cold wheat beer for this hot summer weather? Michelob Ultra on ice? Oh, or Bud's favorite. Michelob Ultra on ice with a lime. With a lime, please. Yes. You don't knock it until you try it. It's so good. All right. So go do that. We want to hear about it. And if you struggle, we want to hear about that too. What are your roadblocks to budgeting that you've come up against? Send us a private message. We'd be happy to talk through those with you and see if we can get you headed in the right direction. So we are at Bud and Sarah on Instagram. That's it for this week. So... Cheers to Confident Couples. Cheers. Hey, thanks for joining us for the Confident Couples podcast. If you want to help create more confident couples, share this episode. 
post a screenshot on your social media and tag us at Bud and Sarah on Instagram. For show notes for this episode and even more good stuff and advice, head to our website at budandsarah.com. We'll see you soon.